again and I'm here with you and for those who are listening late tonight or who are tuning in week and week I am truly appreciating you and for those who are here for the first time welcome this podcast is for those who truly want to grow and evolve and are not afraid to change the perception and who are not afraid to be triggered. To be triggered to pause and think about everything what we've been through and what has happened to us in a personal or in a collective meaning. It's not the podcast for somebody who wants to listen to the nice things because I am not nice and I'm not polite. I am kind. And that is the first difference and discernment which you need to understand. The difference between being nice and polite and being kind. But that's maybe for another episode. In tonight's episode, I would like you to, as usual, on these Sunday evenings, late evenings, bring you closer to your soul, to your soul essence, to your true being, to make you to understand what truly matters and how far we have drifted from the essence of our life to be able to make us feel and live again, truly. My mind is racing 100 miles per hour. I've got so much more messages to bring to you. But I'm trying to calm it down, to remember that there is another episode. There's another moment when I can connect with you and bring you those important messages which are coming through. Tonight I would like to just reflect on what will change if you will understand, especially in the position which we find ourselves in, when we realize that We've been so much deceived. The last three years, from 2020 to 2023, are the pure example of deception. But this is not the only time when we've been deceived. We've been deceived and lied to and betrayed for years. And it's really hard to 
believe in anything right now. It's hard to trust. It's hard to find the balance. And here I come, here she comes. And she's trying to wake us up to the true meaning of the being, to coming back to the soul, to understand that the body and the flesh and everything what we are portrayed in this 3D world, it's just to distract us from a true meaning of our being. And yes, it is hard to believe knowing and understanding and acknowledging everything what is happening around us. That those who we trust or trusted, starting from the authorities, government, but also the people around us, they have betrayed us. They have lied to us. There must be something more, some higher power. How in this crazy world we are finding ourselves in, and in everything which has been exposed and is being exposed every single day with more and more depth, to find that magic, to find that place when we can actually understand that there is more to this than it's been portrayed to us. How we can find that place of trust to other human beings? What about trusting the divine and unseen and unknown force which is beyond normal perception? like the God himself. But let me tell you, there is. For a reason, God has been mysterious, and it's supposed to stay a mystery. The faith is something which cannot be seen, which cannot be measured. And there is the whole point of faith, of trusting and surrendering to the things which cannot be explained and perceived by our human being nature of wanting a proof. Proof of what? Every time we get a proof of something, it's usually negative. And God, the Divine, is a pure, balanced energy of unconditional love. Yet, He has the authority to make the changes and bring the balance and be able to expose and bring the justice to all of us which has been done wrong. Because he has, he's got capa capability and capacity to see and hear 
and know the true intention behind the words and even action. And I keep reminding you, it's not what people say to us, not even how or what they do, but how they make us feel. Trusting ourselves and trusting our intuition means trusting God. Trusting that yes, unseen, unconditional power of divine force when we know that they do have our best interest in place. Uh, their agenda is clear. There is no misconception, lies, deceit, betrayal. And no matter what any human being is going to do or act upon and try to force upon us, the divine will bring the balance back to us. That's what the faith is. But we were so misled for so many, many years, centuries actually. That's why the religion was created. The religion was created to divide us and to also bring misconception to the faith. And if you really think about it, if you truly, truly take a moment to sit down with yourself and to realize that the religion is not only organization, but what it also represents, it makes us to bow down and praise and put on a pedestal another human being or human beings who are equal to us. Why we should, why we even want to, bow down or try to make another human being above ourselves. Why some other human being should be more important than we are or have a power over us or control in any shape or form. We might get lost into this circle of madness which has been created around us. And yes, if you ask me now, my religion is love. That's the only religion I do portray. myself with and that love is unconditional love of divine of the God of my father of your father I do not and will never do again bow down to any other human being I will not give the power to another human being who is trying to portray himself or herself as something more 
and better and powerful than I am. There is only one divine power which I will bow down to, and that's God himself. By understanding and discerning the difference and being able to acknowledge the unseen, unheard, unimaginable force of the only authority in our life. Yes, we do have a control of our life to some extent, and the God has given us the most beautiful gift of a free will. But when you truly surrender yourself and put your life into his hands, trusting that he will only bring what's the best for you, because he's seen your struggle, he's seen your pain, he will never allow you to be hurt again. And then the paradigm changes, everything shifts, energy shifts. Because the God is a pure, balanced energy of unconditional love. As much as difficult is to understand based on everything we've been taught and been programmed and conditioned to, and the religion is a huge part of it, first of all is to divide us. There is five, am I right, five of six? It doesn't really matter, the biggest religion in this world. It doesn't matter how the God is called, there is only one God. No matter what we call it, how much we celebrate it and worship it, it's only one God. There's no other gods. There's only one moral law, which is above all of the laws which have been ever created. And we all deeply in the core of ourselves, in the depth of our soul, we know it. We know when we do wrong. And when we do it, there is a consequence of it. Where I live now, I pass very often, especially on the weekend, and I hear those preachers on the street. And on the one hand, I am feeling very, what's the word I would like to use? It's difficult to describe because I think it's beautiful that they try to bring people closer to the God, but because they've been conditioned and programmed by the religion, they lack of self-reflection and of the depth, and of truly connecting with the divine. So what they're trying to do, they fight between each other to bring somebody closer to their religion and bring another follower to their religion, but not really to bring people closer to the God. 
I still hear, and this is really, really scaring and irritating at the same time, that the God has been portrayed as the one who is here to judge us, to hurt us. God is love. He's not here to hurt us or to judge us. And there is no doubt in my mind. And funny thing is that saying that, that Jesus is coming again. Jesus is already the equivalent of the Jesus. And that's the whole point. We are so programmed to believe in the certain things that we cannot imagine Jesus other than we've been programmed to believe that he is. That he's coming again to judge us. When Jesus came to this world, he came to bring the salvation to us, to free us from the people who are trying to be pretending to bring us closer to God. But the truth is they were actually building the place for themselves to control and divide us. Jesus was the Son of God who came here to bring us closer to Him, to show us His love, to through His death and resurrection to prove us that there is the life after death and to preach and teach us about the God's love and the law which we should obey. He didn't come here to become a king because there is the only king and that king is the God himself, his father. But again, what people did, they turned it all around. Jesus was living a very humble life. He didn't try to acquire any materialistic things. He didn't try to live in a castle as a king supposed to be. And this is all the perception. Again, the perception and the programming and the conditioning of human being turning the things upside down and molding the mindset of us human beings to make us realize that that's how the king's supposed to live. Yet he brought the most beautiful gift to us, the life after life the freedom, the salvation, the truth, the eternal life, the eternal life of our soul, the understanding that the body 
is just the transmitter of our soul, which is immortal, which never dies. Yet, we've been given the most beautiful gift of the free will. That's why one in each of us is on this beautiful soul journey of self-discovery, of learning and progressing. Due to our ability of understanding, with no judgment. And also bringing us the acknowledgement of darkness and light. Where is the light, there is a darkness. There are polar opposites which attract each other. I am the best example of being able to raise from the darkness. And I was religious, but I didn't really truly live in my faith until I been awakened, forced by divine to be awakened to my true soul purpose to finding myself, to knowing that by loving myself and by caring for myself and by saying no and by trusting the divine, my father, that he will hold me in the moments when there is nobody there for me. By trusting his guidance. That's why how, how I was saved. There is nothing and nobody who can break me now. It might be a circumstances and situations. It might be struggle. But at the end of the day, by their faith in the divine power and knowing that whatever is happening in my life is for my bettering, I don't argue, I don't overthink, I just surrender. Rejection is truly God protection. If somebody is removed from your life, it's removed for a reason. If somebody is supposed to stay in your life, it's for a reason. If somebody leaves, there will be another person who is going to replace that person because that person is supposed to be in your life and the other person is was just to either teach you a lesson, test you, making you to reflect and reevaluate, redirect. 
I don't question things. I just trust. I am truly going with the flow of life and of the divine power of saying, yes, my father, I do know that you want what's the best for me. And yes, I've learned my lessons. I've learned my lessons of unconditional love of you towards me, of discernment, of knowing that as much as I want to see the best in people, I know that there is a darkness. But some people are just dark. And as closer I am to you, I'm going to attract as much as loving and caring and beautiful people, as much as dark people. And it's my job to discern. And you gave me this gift of discernment. But that's with the grace of trusting and surrendering to you 100%. Not questioning, why do you remove somebody with my life? Why somebody who I gave love and beautiful self, loyalty, trustworthiness, honesty, transparency, and a pure love is abusing it. Some people are just not in that point of alignment where you are, and you have to let it go and let God. That's what the true faith is. That's when you find yourself in a position of, despite of circumstances and situations. And as a human being, even when I am a spiritual being having this experience, another lifetime, it's time to awaken to the higher self. There's no place for mistakes anymore. In that moment when I surrender, where I've given my old self, my mind, heart and soul to the divine, and I said, I trust you, my father. Everything changed. I don't act from the place of fear anymore. Even if I struggle, even if I'm worried, I still do give myself fully trusting that he will get me out of this trouble some way, somehow. And it, as much as ridiculous or unbelievable it might sound to you, believe me, he is the absolute power. Those people who are just human beings, and they thinking that they have any power and control over us. 
those are the ones who you should call crazy. Because at the end of the day, and the times and everything what is happening are to us and in the world around us, if you really pay attention and you would be curious and trying to find and connect the dots, you wouldn't ask yourself those questions. Everything what has been done to us, it's going to be exposed. And the devil, at the end of the day, he knows he has already, he has already lost. That is his destiny to lose. But on that way, until he's going to be defeated, he is still going to try to collect as many souls as possible. So you've got a choice. And that's that beautiful gift given by the God. To choose either good or bad. To choose the darkness or the light. The greed, the materialism, the fakeness, superficial, everything what devil represents. Lies, deceit. Manipulation. Or say no. And even through the struggle and through the difficulties, trust you will be held by your Father through the Jesus Christ and through his sacrifice. But with the acknowledging of this, there must come a change. It's like with the apology. If you receive apology and with the apology does not come the change of the behavior, the apology doesn't really matter. It's the same with your own path. If you acknowledge the certain things which needs to be done and act upon, and you refuse to do that, sooner or later we will be forced to do it by the divine. Because as I mentioned, we do have a control of our life to some extent. But at the end of the day, the divine always wants what's the best for us and we will be forced in this or another way to make that change if we will be trying to refuse that change to happen to us. He is an absolute power, despite of do you believe or not. And as sooner you're going to realize that and you will come from the place of love and trust, that there is this unseen divine power of unconditional and beautiful love and balanced energy which is protecting you and guiding you to know better, to do better, 
to be better. Everything changes. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to make a change. Don't be afraid to speak your truth. Don't be afraid to say no. Don't be afraid to question anything. Pray. Trust. Surrender. And he will hold you. And that's when the soul awakening will happen to you. And then you will be able to move forward, finding your true life purpose. Doesn't matter if it's small or big. The little things matter in life. That's for another episode. I'm sending you lots of love and blessings for upcoming week. It was Anita Stevens at Beyond Compromise. Good night. God bless. Ciao.